everybody. Hello. We are here with Boy Oh Boy Conversations with Gray and JC Grayson. JC. Grayson. This JC. marks this occasion right here. As I sit here across from you, crisscross applesauce on your bed. Not applesauce. Yes, applesauce. Whoa. Why why is this not applesauce? I don't know. Or is the idea just dismaying to you? I, I, I don't know, JC. I was just throwing stuff out there, you know? There I'm wasn't sorry. A lot of I can, I can uncross my legs if you'd like. I mean, honestly, that would kind of be preferable. It always looks a little weird. But I'm like doing correct. Normally when I do crisscross, it's... It's extra weird. It is. So maybe that's like the problem here. The left leg needs to go on top. And then we're a bit more comfortable. It looks more familiar. More familiar. That's good. But it is not... It's still very upsetting. This is not applesauce. This is It's just upsetting for a different reason. Okay, I understand. Well, Grayson, what is not upsetting, what is actually quite exciting about today is that this marks episode 260. Wow. Isn't that a little wild? I don't understand how. I don't understand how it was 10 plus weeks ago we had our picnic for episode 250. That is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a little wild. This whole year has gone by pretty, pretty quickly. So fast. We're going to have to I do... I swear, last Friday was three days ago. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't have much for the boy oh boy list this week because it feels like time has flown by and not much has happened, you know? Like, I, I, I'm very seriously contemplating what I did each day of the week and I can't think of anything. Anything. We'll, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. Like, I, I think multiple days throughout this last week have just been plucked from existence. Well, let's try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Friday, we recorded the podcast last week, right? I mm-hmm. came over here, and it was raining a bunch that day. And we did not go get something to eat afterwards, because you said that you had spent so much money with Law's Courts, which is... I, I understand it. I understand it. Laws courts, she's, she's, she peer pressures like that. You know, she makes you feel bad. She's so expensive. She's so expensive. And the thing is, too, she makes you feel bad when you don't want to spend money. You know, she shames you. She shamed me money. for not buying a Build-A-Bear. That's fucked up. It's you know? true. She shamed me for not getting more nose piercings that day. You know? I mean, honestly, fair, though. But it would have been so expensive. You should have gotten at least three. I mean, I guess so. I guess so. But Grayson... Now that she's out of here, thank God, um, we we need to talk about your week. What what did you do on Friday minus Laws Courts? I on Friday minus Laws Courts. Yes. What do you mean? What did you do on Friday now that Laws Courts is gone? I know this was a big part of last week's conversation. Is uh-huh. what is life like without Laws Courts? Yeah. But last Friday was still minus Laws Courts. I mean, I sans Laws Courts. It just seemed like. That wasn't really the... Either way, I did nothing. Oh. Yeah. What does nothing mean? Might have watched some Looney Tunes, maybe. Did you, did you draw, paint, anything like that during Looney Tunes? Uh, I probably did job applications. That's good. That's very good. I would probably start with that instead of the Looney Tunes. Well, listen. Kind of burying the lead. I don't know if either of those two things are true. Okay. I just threw in job applications because I do that basically every day. Yeah. Grayson, would you say you for the past uh, I don't I don't know how long maybe you can find the ex- approximate date for the last while though have just been in a state of dissociation, you know, just like completely out of it. And this is why you can't gauge um, what you've done, how much time is passing, anything like that. I mean, maybe for the last week. Okay, a dissociative state has lingered. Yeah. Damn. 
I, I want know. you. Well, I don't want you, but I think it could really add. You don't want me. <laughs> end of yes. End of end of statement. Yes, I I want you to go through just for the boy oh boy lore a dissociative fugue. Do you remember what that is? No. From our psychology classes? No. The dissociative fugue. It, it's like right there with all the dissociative identity disorder, all those ones where it's like, ah, what's the science behind this, right? Mm -hmm. But it was a common thing where people would just like find themselves in another state or country and have no recollection of who they are, where they're from, and just start life anew without any memory of their past life. JC, that's going to happen to me. Yeah? With the amount of, like, time I am just missing from this last week, it's yeah. only going to get worse. Yeah. Like, this is a problem that has been accelerating, you know? Where do you want to end up with no memory of your previous life? In a cottage in the woods making jam. So, ideally, maybe we find, like, an old couple who's in a cottage in the woods with or without jam and you show up and you're like hey i don't know who i am um can you please help and maybe they take you under their wing yes and into then their loving jam. embrace and i make jam and you make jam that's exciting you could just fake it you know and search for that couple and then just tell them you don't remember who you are i mean i could but i wouldn't do that i wouldn't take advantage of this loving elderly couple like that you could just be very upfront and be like i'm searching for an older couple to house me um i have an odd feeling that that's going to be a hard sell maybe you can go on craigslist and be like looking for an old couple who wants a, a young stallion living with them you know am i a young stallion i think so at least in their eyes you would be right would i i think so if or they're not. like 70 and you are the tender age of 22 uh-huh six foot something and 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 just built absolutely stacked grayson okay as i am yeah, yeah. as you are i i feel like if they're looking for a stallion you could you could you could meet those standards now i i i won't disagree with you yeah. maybe i could meet the standards of a stallion but i feel like utilizing the description of a stallion might give them like the wrong idea of my intentions what do you what do you mean well they might get like some um less pure thoughts from the implications of stallion when in reality all i want is to live in their home and make jam mm. Mm. and i would hate to mislead them in that way by describing yourself as a stallion as a stallion stallions are cool though aren't they they can be they can be sure can you're be. saying you would not be a cool stallion i'm not disputing the quality of my stallionness whether i am a stallion like at all well are I'm you disputing the I'm disputing how effective of a strategy it would be okay. to describe myself as a stallion in okay. order to live with a elderly couple in a cottage in the woods and make jam. You could use different wording, I guess. You know? I, I probably would. Like young stud looking for a couple of of older. Uh, I feel like that also runs into similar problems. Huh. You could be like, okay, 22M looking for mmf situation you know like something to that effect i feel like we're getting what, worse what do you mean no i'm just i feel like all these are accurate descriptors of what you're looking for in this scenario i hate to tell you none of them are, are. you 22 year old m i suppose i am are you looking for mmf no what do you mean in this scenario you're moving in with a couple are you looking for a gay couple because i guess that would change the dynamics a little bit 
But then I feel like there's almost impure intentions there if you're specifically seeking out a gay couple, you know, of either gender. It's like, why are, why are we going sexual now, you know? Well, I feel like you've already brought the sexual nature into this. I'm trying uh, to avoid that. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Maybe Craigslist isn't the place we start then. Maybe not Craigslist. No, maybe, maybe Facebook Marketplace. I was about to say yeah. exactly. Facebook Marketplace, you put a photo of yourself up and say, young hot stud for free. <laughs> Come <laughs> find me. Come get <laughs> exactly, me. Exactly. Exactly. Grayson, this is your future. That's the future of dating profiles right there. Yeah. Putting yourself onto Facebook Marketplace. For zero dollars? For zero dollars. Oh, no. That's so sad. That's so sad. You have not tried it yet, though. It could be very effective. It, it could, could yield be. great results. It could. In particular, an older couple looking for a young man to live maybe. with them and maybe service them, you know, and help them out with their lives. Well, hopefully not service them. You don't want to help them by, like, making them breakfast or something? Probably not. That's really rude. If they were like, Grayson, you can live with us. But just if you could help us with some of the things that we're not able to do anymore as we're a little bit older. Some of the things they're not able to do anymore as <laughs> well, they're yeah, a little bit like older? yeah, like maybe they're not able to like get up or down the stairs by themselves. Do you have any other examples of things that they might not be able maybe to do Maybe they're not able they're to make themselves older? food. Maybe they're not able to like make themselves dinner. They don't know how to like, yeah. I may be able to help them with some food. Like getting up to reach the TV remote. What if it's across the room and they're like, fuck. This is going to drain all my energy for the day if I get up to go get that remote. I might be able to assist with that. Okay. So just put that in there. Be like, I'm willing to help with these tasks and these tasks only. And then you can list out the ones that you're willing to help with. Right. Mm -hmm. And then in parentheses, put in moderation. Like, because you don't want to like spend your whole life of course getting not. the remote for them. That'd Absolutely be lame. Not. Yeah. When's the, where's the time to make jam at that point? I just feel like the specificity of the tasks are very important in this regard. Yeah. That's why I'm saying to add them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, Grayson. So, um, I, I guess we never got a clear answer. Do you consider yourself a stallion? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's great news. Grayson, um, so, point is, dissociative fugue might be the way to go. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, You yeah. may just want to wake up one day with an older couple. Um, in their home. In their home. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think so. Go seek this out, Grayson. Go seek this out. I think it's the way to go. Um, but aside from that, well, let's track then what you did on Saturday of this week. I honestly don't know. You don't at all? I don't think so. No. Sunday? No. Monday? No. Tuesday? Tuesday. I think I played Overwatch with Steven on Tuesday. That's good. I also know that on Tuesday... I, on the way home from work, while I was sitting in traffic, joined Discord, and then it was all of us. It was the BMW podcast. Us. I guess I did not play uh, <laughs> Overwatch with Steven that day. You were, you were mistaken. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Yeah. No, that is the day that we all hopped on Discord, the plan for Arizona trip at the beginning of next year, um, where we went through. Guys, we spent forever. We got on there like around like 5.30 on Discord, maybe a little before that. And we were on there till like, you know, like 11 o'clock or whatever that night. I think you and Steven stuck around a little bit longer. And we went through like all the Airbnbs. We finally needed to get one booked because this trip is coming up pretty soon, you know, and like just over like a month and a half. And we were looking for hours and hours and hours. We went through all the picks. We narrowed it down to the ones we wanted. And then we just needed to get confirmation from like everyone to make sure like these were the airbnbs we were going to purchase okay it was down to a couple of contenders scooby-doo house bridge house and holy grail house isn't that right grayson that sounds about right this is what all our hours of effort led to was those three picks and 
eventually we all landed on Scooby Doo House because it was it met a lot of our needs, you know, mm-hmm. and and Grayson, it was in a nice pretty area, whereas the Bridge House was not in a nice pretty area. This Isn't is that very right? true. This it's very true. It's very sad news. It's very sad news. Um, and so a couple days go by, and when I've officially got everyone on board for Scooby Doo House, I go to book it, and Gray the Gray. Well, someone else booked it before us. They stole Scooby-Doo from us. They did. And so in that moment, we had to reassess. We had to say, oh, my gosh, our hours of effort were wasted. Now where do we look to? Where do we go? Do we want to go to the bridge house that we've all kind of been soured on? Or do we go with the Holy Grail? The Holy Grail, of course, is called such because it's so goddamn expensive compared to the rest. It is much pricier. And by much pricier, we mean for the entire trip, it'd be $50 more per person. So $300 more. You know, and I think we took the Airbnb being booked as a sign, the Scooby-Doo house being booked as as a sign mm-hmm. to go with the Holy Grail. Well, to clarify, Chargold took it as a sign. Chargold, the resident psychic. And then I, if I remember correctly, you were like, Chargold's right. Chargold, it was a sign. Well, I said Chargold is just so wise, of course. Which Implication I think being... Chargo's so wise. Chargo just always is reading those signs. She is. She knows what she's doing. She's very in tune with just like the world. The signs. The signs. The signs. And so I I kind of agree with that sentiment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I went ahead and I got online to book the Holy Grail place, Grayson. Oh, boy. We had it in our, in our wish list on my Airbnb account where mm-hmm, we kept all mm-hmm. of our saved houses. And I got on there. I put in my card information. I made sure everything was all right, all okay. It said it was still available. I said, I'll pay half now and pay half later. Well, I'll pay less than half now and more than half later. $700 today, $900 on Friday, and then we'll be set. And then I hit pay. I put in all your guys' emails to like hook you up to the account. Um, and then I, I did a double take, Grayson. I was looking at my order confirmation and we booked the dates of December 2nd to December 6th, when in reality, we're going to be traveling um, and needing a place to stay for January 2nd to January 6th. That's crazy. And then immediately I thought to myself, is this partially on me for not double checking the dates? Yes. But whose fault is this mainly? Okay, listen, listen. It wasn't my choice to sign on to Airbnb that night. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was not my idea. I don't know why anyone ever trusts me with dates. I don't know why anyone thought of themselves, yeah, Grayson can handle this. Well, the thing is, the people, because you, you asked what are the dates, and I believe they were given to you in that moment. Yeah, and then everyone watched me put it in. No, no, no. You had not shared your screen yet at that point. No, I Nuh-uh. must have. Uh-uh. I was eating my salad. There was no nothing on screen yet. Well, yeah, I put in I put in the dates, you know. You put in the dates for December second to December sixth, meaning the hours and hours and hours we spent on Airbnb that day, we were looking entirely at the wrong times. Listen. So there are probably houses we missed out on, and there are also probably houses, definitely houses that were already booked that we were looking at. And you know what made me feel good about having missed out on the Scooby Doo house? You know how that one got booked when I went to go book it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's been booked for those January dates for way longer, so we never had a chance with that one. So darn, yeah, darn, darn's a little bit right. Um, and fortunately, there is an option on Airbnb to request a change in your reservation. And thank God, Holy Grail House was available for those January dates we needed. So I put in my request, but I thought to myself, 
there is a guaranteed refund policy for 48 hours, okay? Mm -hmm. What if the owners don't respond or grant the request for over 48 hours? And what if in that time someone else books the January spot? And then I panicked. And then I said, okay, what I'm, I'm going to call Airbnb and see, like, mm -hmm. what they recommend. Because, like, maybe if they know that I submitted the request beforehand, I can still be guaranteed a refund past the 48 hours if mm -hmm. that weird scenario does happen. And the nice man I spoke to on the phone, Varnesh, I think his name was, he told me that um, just to be safe, I should probably just cancel the order, get a refund, and rebook it just to guarantee I get my money back. And I said, you know what? You're a very wise man. Uh, similar to Chargill. He he knows the signs, Grayson. Truly, we're surrounded by wisdom on this trip. And so he issued me my refund right there. Well, he issued me my cancellation right there. The refund will take up to 15 days. Um, so I am at the moment missing $1,400 from my account when I should be missing 700 But it's okay. I'll get it back eventually. Um, It'll be like a Christmas gift. Uh huh. I can't wait until the refund takes really long to get back. So I'm actually going to be out um, 20 eight hundred dollars on my account <laughs> something to that effect that'll be real fun and so that's where we're at at the moment waiting for that refund to come through but the point is we did book the holy grail house let's go for the dates we wanted and i remember there was some confusion too at one point when we were looking on google earth or street view at the holy grail house about whether or not it's like really close to the neighbors and on top of like other houses or connected to another house and i looked at their reviews and they were all very good they were like yeah you have neighbors but you would never know like it is so secluded blah 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 blah. so that was our one concern and it looks like it shouldn't be a concern even to begin with isn't that just fantastic i think it is i think it is gray the gray so i'm so excited you are i'm so excited oh my goodness i am as well i am as well it should be a good trip it should be fun trip i had a dream last night that we were in the red prius together and there was an automobile accident with all of us in the car i don't know how we all fit in the car in my dream it was all six of us in the five person vehicle. tight squeeze yeah yeah and also we weren't like on the road or anything we were like it felt like a like a train station or like a space station we were what i don't really quite know the situation it felt maybe train station is the most appropriate way to go about it and i was trying to like reverse but then i i reversed into like where the train goes i don't think there were actually trains but it was just a large drop for the prius and we landed head first like straight down into the ground and all of us were okay and the prius was was fucked up but we were like oh you know what its hood is just like squished in half, but we can still make it. And then I think we went to Arizona anyways. We can still make it. Yeah. So this is where I'm at in life. We booked the Airbnb is the point, despite you and all your efforts <laughs> to, to really sabotage us an Arizona trip. We know I can't be trusted with dates. This is not I mean, a good excuse. I don't, I don't know why anyone trusted me. This is not a valid this excuse. This happens every time. This is not – I can't wait for – because you know how I said, like, I did pay part now, pay part later? I just did that for, like, to make it a little more easy on me in my mind instead of seeing it all leave my account at once. Mm -hmm. But what if the second charge for the one that was supposed to be refunded, what if that still goes through? <laughs> and so then no I'm charged $1,800 today. There's no way. Oh, my way. God. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. But either way, mm -hmm. we make it. We live. We survive these things, don't we, Grayson? We truly do. I think so. And this isn't the only adversity I've survived this week. Can oh. I take you back to this past Saturday? 
for sure. me because I remember my days of the week a little better than you, I find. And I was sitting on my couch, okay? I was sitting on my couch with Brandy, right? We were watching TV, and at one point— Brandy, who I still haven't met. Brandy, who you still haven't met. And at one point, she was getting up because she was about to leave. And when she was getting up to leave, I realized I felt my nose. My nose ring was gone. And I said, shit, damn it, shit, damn it. I lost my nose ring somewhere. And I knew it was on the couch where I lost my nose ring because a few minutes earlier, I remember like feeling it to make sure it was there, right? Just like to push it back into my nose a little bit. But in this moment, I realized it is gone. And so then in that moment, I panicked and I started searching and searching and searching because my nose ring is still pretty new, Grayson, right? It's still in the first couple of weeks. It could, if it's out, if the jewelry is out of my nose for too long, it will heal up, and then I will have to pay for a whole new piercing, all new jewelry, all that kind of stuff. Go back to Claire's. Exactly, exactly. And I don't want to go back to Claire's. Who would? As much as I've really just diminished the the, the value of $60 with our last story um, by admitting to the fact that I'm currently out so much money in my bank account, at that moment, it was before Airbnb discussions, and so $60 was a big deal to me. You know? Now it's chump change. You know, <laughs> I've, I've, meet, I've met the point in the last... 48 hours of turning off it has to happen every holiday season where you turn off your response or your reactiveness or your attachment to money and i just accept okay money's leaving my bank account it's okay it'll come back eventually but for now it's going to be leaving so don't feel any attachment to it right Mm -hmm. but this again this isn't where i was at on saturday so i was freaked out like shit i'm gonna have to get my nose pierced again and so i was looking all over the place i don't do well when i panic race and you see me with technology when things are outside my control i don't do well this is true and so brandy was trying to help me look for it as well and like 10 15 minutes go by and we can't find it anywhere and i'm like fuck damn it shit it's going to heal but i also she was about to leave when i realized it was gone so like she has to go and then she's gone and I, then when she's left i'm still there looking for my my nose ring cuz i'm like holy shit i don't want to pay another 60 dollars and lose my nose ring and then i decide okay i'm still panicking i'm going to call my mom it is 1:30 at this point i call my my dear sweet mother and she answers groggy as ever she was asleep and i described to her the situation and she is trying to help me figure out what to do, okay? And after I continue looking for like another 10 minutes and nothing, she says, JC, this, we're so stupid. JC, wh- you have sewing utensils. You have needles and everything like that. And I'm like, mother, I do. And she's like, go get one of those and put it in your nose for now just to keep the hole open, to keep it from healing while you continue to look. And so I say, mom, you are so smart. You are so right. And so in that moment, I go get one of my needles, and I don't have regular sewing needles, Grayson, okay? I have sewing needles that go into a sewing machine. Mm-hmm. So, like, the top half is, like, really bulky compared to the actual needle part, you know? So, it's like, this is what I have to put in my nose. And I do. Um, mm-hmm. And so, it's just really bulbous on one side, right? It, like, kind of, like, expands where... Like, it's just, it's really heavy, like, weighing down on my nose. But it does the job. I'm able to get it in my nose. I'm able to puncture the hole back. And, like, it's it's all good, right? In that moment. But, obviously, this is not a long-term solution to have a large sewing needle in my nose. I mean, who knows? It could be the next fashion trend. Maybe so. Maybe so. But I worried about my safety when I slept that night, about rolling onto it and it puncturing into, like, my skull, you know? That's fair. Something to that effect. Or maybe my eye. Just, there are a lot of places in my face it could puncture. But again, my mother was like, this is short-term solution. We'll look for other stuff. And after a while, I realized I'm not finding my nose ring anywhere. This is a lost cause, right? 
And this is a lot for me to accept defeat like that. Because I know the nose ring is there in the vicinity. I know it is. But where? And that was the issue. And after a while, I was like, you know what? There's no point. I'm not going to find it, right? Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I was figuring out, what the fuck do I do? Because I can't buy a new nose ring tonight. Nowhere is open. Walmart's not open. Claire's sure as shit isn't open. Uh, Walmart's aren't even 24 hours in Austin. And what's it? That, that one place, Planet K, they might sell jewelry, but they're not open 24 hours. So it was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do tonight? And I was like going through all these scenarios with my mom. And I was like, mom, I don't think I'm going to sleep. I think I'm just going to stay up and wait for like a place to open. And she was like, JC, that's the stupidest idea. Don't do that. And I was like, but why? It's already like 2 a.m. Why can't I just stay up for like another six hours and wait? And she was like, no, 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 no. Okay, how about this? How about this, JC? What if you take the sewing needle or if you have another one and you cut the point off and you cut the big part off? So like that way you could like sleep with it on or in. And I was like, mom, that is a great idea. So I get one of my other remaining sewing needles. And just dirtying up all the sewing needles. Dirtying them up? Yeah, with nose interior. You mean blood? Yeah. A lot of blood. Um, And so, but I, I get a new one, right? Cleaned off, sterilize it, and I get my little like cutty plier thingies, right? Those little cutting utensils. I have little mini ones. I don't remember why I own that, but I do. Little mini cutty thingies? Exactly. And so I take, and this is my last sewing needle that I have in my hands, by the way. I only, I have one in my sewing machine, one in my nose, and one extra one. <laughs> I take my one extra one, and I cut the tip off all as well. And then I go to cut the big, large part off. And it's not like, super bulky but it's like it's double the width for like the last third of it if that makes sense does that make sense i think so okay it's like that so i'm trying to cut off like the wider part and when i do this grayson i like clench down on it with the cutty things both halves shoot across my apartment (laughs) and i'm able to find the big bulky part immediately (laughs) it's at my feet Uh the pointy part i still have not found it's gone. There is a needle just on the ground somewhere in my apartment that one day I will step on. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I've, I've come to accept that as well. Um, as I couldn't find it anywhere. So there went that idea. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to risk it with the one in my nose. Because let's say I cut that one and the same shit happens. Now what do I do? Now I have no recourse for keeping my nose open. Right? And so... I'm there panicking with my mom again on the phone and she comes up with the idea, JC, do you have a paperclip? Paperclip was what I was initially going to say. And I say, mom, I might. And I start digging through all my drawers, Grayson. Okay. Digging through all of them. And at first I find a massive paperclip way too big to fit inside my nose. And I say, this is not going to work. And as I'm about to give up my search for a paperclip, I find one. I find in a standard size paper clip and I say, mom, I've done it. I've done the thing. I found the paper clip. And then I go over to where I'm, my cutting utensil is. And this time I cut my hand over it. So it can't go shooting. Right. Uh-huh. It shoots away. It's gone. <laughs> but but I luckily paper clips are very long. <laughs> exactly. So, so I'm like, okay, there's also a paper clip somewhere. I'm a piece of a paper clip somewhere on the ground. I'm going to cut more off this paper clip. And this time it's a successful cut, okay? Uh I successfully cut the paperclip. I say, oh my God, thank God. I go to the the bathroom. I clean it off, sterilize it. 
pull the needle out of my nose. It's been like lopsided, really weird feeling, just massive sewing needle in my nose. And I'm like, what if this doesn't fit? What if my fucking paperclip doesn't fit? What if it's too bulky? Because it does look pretty bulky. Um, I worried for not as it slid right into my nose, Grayson, okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my goodness gracious, my mother is a saint and just the smartest person alive. I have no risk of stabbing myself in my sleep tonight. Hopefully it doesn't fall out. In worst case scenario, it falls out. I tried my best. Whatever, right? It'll heal while I'm asleep, and that will suck. Um, and I said, thank you, Mom. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning, and it is still in my nose, this paper clip, okay? Wow. And so I'm excited. I'm like, thank goodness. This bought me enough time where I can finally go to Claire's. Claire's opens in half an hour. I'm going to go when they open. And um, first thing I do is I like I try sterilizing the paper clip in my nose that morning, right, just to make sure all is well. I don't want it to get infected. Even though at this point I've all but accepted I've infected my nose. With all the shit I've been sticking in and out of it, it's <laughs> infected. And so I'm trying to clean it up. And, Grayson, I knock the paper clip out of my nose that morning. Um, into my sink it goes down the drain <laughs> i've lost my paper clip but as you so astutely pointed out earlier paper clips are quite long i cut myself another piece of paper clip sterilized it we were all good okay all was well again the paper clip has truly given you so much it has it has it's so giving and so i even i saved it in a ziploc bag and i said and i have written on it in case of losing nose ring in case of lost nose ring and i, I stored it in, in my case of empty nose hole exactly and so Claire's finally opens. It's inside a Walmart, by the way. You know where, like, there's usually a McDonald's to the left when you enter a Walmart? Mm-hmm. There's, a Cl- there's a Claire's at this one. That's quite nice. Yeah. And I've never seen this. I've seen, like, the beauty parlors. Like, sometimes they'll have a salon. Mm-hmm. Never a Claire's. I feel like I've seen, like, flooring places or window places or dentists or eyeglass places. Those are definitely there, like, along the wall. Never eclairs. Never eclairs. This one is eclairs. And so I show up. It's 12 o'clock, but the bars are still down. Like, Mm. the the wall is still down. And I I turn to the lady who, like, checks out, like, all the people's, like, receipts when they leave, right? The stamp lady. And she's in a wheelchair. That's irrelevant to the story. I just, I had to lean down. Just wanted to add that in. And so I say to her, do you know when the Claire's opens? Because it says right there on the window, it opens at 12. It's 12.05. And she says, yeah, it opens at 12. And I said, oh, it's 12.05. Do you know, like, what's going on? And she said, oh, I saw the lady arrive. It should be open soon. And I said, okay. And I go and I walked around the Walmart for a little while. I went to the toy section to look at action figures. I was going to call Steven to see if he wanted any of the Transformers. There were no Transformers in the entire Walmart, okay? Mm. And there were two wrestling figures there, too. I don't know what is wrong with their toy selection, okay? But no Transformers or wrestling toys. Messed up. Truly. And after my, my deje- dejection, after my defeat there in the toy department, I go back to the Claire's, and what would you know? They're open, Grayson. Um, the lady there is occupied, however, with like a maybe like a 10-year-old girl at the oldest. The target audience of Claire's. Target audience, but she's there by herself. And she is just talking the ear off this, this woman. This probably like mid-30s, early-30s woman at the Claire's. And you can tell the old, like not old woman, but like the, the woman at working the Claire's is like, she knows this isn't going anywhere. She knows the 10-year-old isn't going to buy anything from her. She's like clearly just a poor lady stuck at her job having to talk to 10-year-olds, you know? Mm-hmm. And eventually this 10-year-old leaves. And thank goodness for it. 
and I wander up to the to the lady with paper clips sticking out of my nose. It's very red. It's very sore. It's very obvious something has gone awry with my face. Okay, mm-hmm. and I explain to her the whole situation, and she is like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, we can definitely get you a new nose ring." Um, and she goes and she gets it and she tries ringing it up, but it's not ringing up anywhere, Grayson. Okay, because mm. I guess she said she's never sold just a nose ring by itself. It's always just with the piercing. So she ends up calling someone at, like, the Claire's headquarters to get, like, an actual price check on it. And she does. She gets off the phone with them. And it's $47 for just the jewelry. It costs $60 for the piercing and the jewelry and the cleaning supply. And so I look at her and I say, oh. And then I remember I have a bunch of coupons. Claire sent me a bunch of coupons after my nose ring. Okay? So I, I give her the codes and she puts them in. None of them are valid. <laughs> and so then I'm like, do you know of like any other places in the area that might have them for cheaper? Cause she's, cause even she's like, that's a little crazy. It's that much. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can get them on Amazon for like $12 and get a pack of like 20. And I'm like, I'm after she says that I'm definitely not paying almost $50 for a nose ring. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but I can't get Amazon to me like that day or within like the next couple hours for me to replace the ring. Right. And so I'm like, do you know any place in the area that might help? And she's like trying to like think of like different tattoo shops that might be open that might have cheaper options. And as she's doing this, as I'm making like a little note on my phone of all the places in the area I can go to instead, my left nostril, the one where my nose ring is, starts gushing blood down my face, Grayson, (laughs) as I'm in the clairs of this lady. Okay? And she feels, she's like, oh my god, your nose is bleeding. I didn't even realize it. And she starts getting me tissues and, like, hand sanitizer to clean up my face and my body at this point. And my hand is soaked in blood. And as she's, like, panicking to get me tissues and and hand sanitizer, she's like, you can just have it. You can just take the nose ring. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm so excited at this point. I'm so happy. And so then she, like, she helps me get all cleaned up, all the blood off me. And she goes to find, like, one of the nose studs that I can take. And as she's she's doing this, I'm just, like, just sitting there. My hand, the blood's not coming off, by the way. It's just kind of, like, drying on me. The hand sanitizer didn't really help. Uh-huh. Um, but she she comes back, and she, she gives me the nose ring, and she's like, just please don't tell anyone I'm doing this. I'm, like, I'm new here. Like, I just, like, this is my Claire's. I just, like, started here, like, a couple weeks ago, and it's like, I'm in charge. Um, and also, the previous people that owned it, they have, like, really bad reviews on Google, if I give you this, could you please just leave me a good review on Google? And I'm like, oh my god, yes. If this is all it takes for me to get this nose ring, I will absolutely give you a good review on Google. She's like, oh my god, thank you so much. And so I I take the sterilized nose ring she gives me. I go back to my apartment. And then I I put it in. It's the nose you see in my face right now. Great, not the nose. The nose the ring nose. you see in my face. <laughs> Brand new it's nose. The same nose as well. Yes, yes, yes. It's the same ring though, also. And then uh, all is well. It fit in my nose. It didn't heal too small with the paper clip. The blood was cleaned up at my apartment. Wow. And I left her a positive five star review. Um, Let's go. To counteract all the negative ones that were there from before. And so my nose is okay. Yay. What a saga. Truly. My I, my favorite parts of my nose started gushing blood in the Claire's so with a 10-year-old behind me. That was quite you know? good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, 10-year-old was there through all of that? Yes. 
I was under the impression that the 10-year-old had left. No, no, no. She just stopped bothering the employee. Oh, boy. Yeah. The 10-year-old, I think her parents maybe frequent this Walmart. And maybe oh, she boy. just, like, hangs out at the Claire as well. This happens, you know? That's quite good. Yeah. Um, the lady was so nice, though. And only midway through our interaction, when she, like, went to the back to get the nose ring, did I realize she was wearing an anime robe the whole time. <laughs> An anime robe? Like, you know, those, like, silk kind of... I don't... It's probably some kind of, like, traditional Japanese wear that's mass-produced for Americans that, like, anime. Because there was, like, a character on it, you know? But she didn't seem the type, if that makes sense, you know? I was really caught off guard when I saw the anime character on uh-huh. her outfit. Um, Even more caught off guard when you realized it was hentai, but... Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes. And so, I, I, I just... I wish more people would give her a positive review, you know? Because she deserves it, despite her anime outfit, you know? Right. She was so nice. She was so Boy, nice. oh boy, listening audience, if you're familiar with this, Claire's in the Walmart in Austin, Texas. Drop a review. Listen, while she did tell me not to say anything or tell anybody, it's still, like, listen, I feel like this is only good for business, for her, for people to know she's so kind, you know? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go if anyone's familiar with the Claire's in the Walmart in Austin, Texas, uh-huh. run by the anime-loving woman. With a 10-year-old often there. Drop by. Drop by. Don't Say even hello. drop by. Just leave a good review. Leave a good review. Just leave a positive review. That's all she needs. Drop by. Buy some stuff. If you're listening to this, you probably have my phone number. If you want the exact location, I'll send it to you. Please leave a positive review. Grayson, will you leave a positive review for the anime lady? If you send me the thing to leave it, I will. Oh, my God. We'll do that after the podcast immediately. Because you look at some of the reviews from before. There are only like four of them, but they're all bad. Um, and I feel so bad for her, you know? It's not her fault. You know? My, I, my review is going to be best Claire's in a Walmart ever. <laughs> this is accurate, though. This is super fair and probably very truthful. So, Grayson, I'm excited. My nose is okay. I've not noticed an infection yet, but there's still time, you know? It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. What did you learn from that whole story? Right at the beginning of the story when you started talking about it, yeah. I remembered that on Saturday I almost went on a date and then didn't go on a date. You almost went on a date? Yeah, but that's like entirely irrelevant to the story. And also there's really no story behind it. Well, can you explain why no date ended up happening? She said she got scared. Of you? Well, she was very specific in saying, it's not you, I just psyched myself out. And I was like, well... Grayson, what do you do to these girls? I don't know. Because at first I was like, okay, this kind of just sucks. Like Grayson's a string of bad luck. All the girls bail before the dates, all that kind Not of stuff. Not all of them. A lot of girls bail before a the dates. A good number. I, like at least 50-50, right? With like bailing day of or like a couple Kinda, days yeah. of. yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, and maybe this is everyone's experience. But at the same time, I don't think it is, right? Listen, here, I'll, sh- I'll show you the text. Okay, okay, please do, please do. I would appreciate but it. There, it's nothing like, like, I didn't say anything frightening or weird. Yeah, I just, I, I worry ever since you sent me that one TikTok with the guy who was, like, clearly on the spectrum or, like, his character was someone on the spectrum. And he was, like, 
complimenting the girl and brought flowers for her. And you were like, JC, this is me on all my dates. And I understand it was self-deprecating and funny. But also now I'm worried how much of it is no, true. it's not true. But how it's much of accurate. it is true? Zero. But how Listen, much of it is? None. Here's the conversation. It was like dinner at Mandola's. We can't have another Sarah in the lore. This is for the best. I actually brought this up with Sarah Emilius and she said, I can be your only Sarah. And I was like, well, you'll always be my only Sarah Emilius. And she said, it's not good enough. Grayson, just ask Sarah Emilius to hang out, you know? I can't even get Sarah Emilius to go to a spelling BJC. That's because I'll be there. She hates me, <laughs> you know? Um, Let's read the exchange with Sarah we don't care about, okay? Okay. Non-lore Sarah. Um, so this is like day of. Do you want me to read Sarah's part and you read Grayson's part? No, I'll just, oh. I'll just read it. Okay. That's like a lot of effort. So day of, we had already decided to go to Mandela. She said, hi, my brother has a uh, choir concert today at five. That's big. It'll probably end around six or seven. Do you want to meet after that? And I said, sounds good. Just let me know when you start heading towards Mandela's. Hope you enjoy the concert. What time were you originally going to be meeting? We hadn't set a time. Okay. So this was her telling me like what time she was yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. available. And then she said, thank you. But instead of spelling you, she said, you, 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 like the letter three Ooh, times and then put a smiley face. Flirty, Grayson. A, smi- a smiley face, JC. Oh my gosh. And then some time passes. And at 6.45 p.m., she said it was going to end between 6 and 7. 6.45 p.m. Yeah. She texts, hi, I'm sorry I can't go tonight. I'm very new to the whole online dating thing, and I get very nervous. Lol, it has nothing to do with you. I just literally psyched myself out and uh, over everything. Again, I'm so sorry. You should have said, like, do you want to do a phone date instead? And then just scheduled, like, a conversation to talk. You know what's crazy about that? You did? I tried to. Really? Well, what I, I, I was like, that sucks. Want to hop on Discord? Is that what you said? Well, she uh, apparently exclusively plays Valorant. Oh, I my God. I hate Valorant with a burning passion. Yeah. But I was like, would you be more comfortable if we just played Valorant some night? Some night? Yeah. I would, I'd mix together night and time. Idiot. And she said yes. And then I tried like two, three times to like pin down an evening to just play Valorant with her. Yeah. And then it would, she would always like come up with an excuse. Yeah. Stop and so eventually I gave up. Pursuing girls that play Valorant. Honestly. Stop pursuing girls that play video games. I'm not trying to. I feel like every single one I've learned about so far has some obsession with Fortnite or Valorant. Listen, that's because when they do have the obsession, I bring it up. I would say maybe 50, 60% at That's most. still a pretty high ratio. It's a very high ratio, but that we've already been over the fact that I seem to attract a very specific type of girl. Yeah, but, like, you don't have to engage. You know? I mean, the option is presented. Of engaging? Yeah, or not engaging. Yeah. I choose to engage. Okay, well, this is where we go go, go wrong. This is where the problems start Maybe it's up. a mistake, but, like, what am I meant to do? I guess so. Be lonely? I guess so. No, just pursue the not 50%, you know? the other. I do. 50%. Same thing happens. Well... Focus your energy on those those 50, right? Same thing happens. Oh, my goodness. This is so sad. This fly has been in my room for like three days. I was worried it was a mosquito. I'm kind of glad to know it's a no, fly. No, it's just a fly. It'll die soon. Don't worry. Three days has been here. It'll die soon. Just zooming around. It, no, it is. It's, yeah. he's, he's happy going in circles. Good Point is, yeah. that was my Saturday. Yeah. I remembered something that happened. Okay, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. That not all these days are forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe that's it. There's just so much trauma that you, you've been blocking it out. There's a reason Maybe that's for it. this extended yeah. dissociative state. Maybe. It's just the constant betrayal and emotional trauma. It's just so lonely that I just girls. block it out. Where, where have you been meeting all of them? 
Uh, this one was on Hinge. On Hinge. So Hinge, Tinder, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe online dating just isn't for Gray the Gray. It might not be. Yeah. Every time I, I, I keep thinking to myself, you know what? I'm just going to delete it. And then I go to delete it. And then like I'll see a match and I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll keep the app downloaded just yeah. until I get this girl's number. Oh, my God. Do you know what I just realized, Grayson? What's that? You know the story you just told me about how you were like, I got myself psyched out. And the girl or the girl said she got herself psyched up and she didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. I did the exact same thing when I first moved to Austin. There was a girl who asked me out. And then like day of. I just like panicked and I didn't want to go. And so then I basically just explained that and then I completely ghosted them. That's kind of messed up of you. Yeah. Now I you kinda s- get now it. you see the consequences. I kind of get it now. But this is a valuable resource cuz now you can pick my brain for why I did that, you know? And did I do it because of that girl? No, I did not, you know? The girl seemed just fine, right? But like just in my head I was like I don't want to do this. This is not I don't I don't want to. And so then I just, I got in my head and then that was the reason I didn't. So there you go. What have I learned from this, JC? That it's not your fault. Well, she it's already told me all that. the women's fault. Honestly, women, <sighs> am I right? God damn. What if you do become an incel, like through all these experiences? That'd be awesome, Grayson. Why would that be awesome? Because it'd just be a cool perspective for the podcast, you know, to have like an official incel, a full-time incel. We already have that with Steven. Well, not full-time. That's why I clarified you know this is why i was careful in my enough, words fair enough thank you thank you we could get steven on full time yeah <laughs> no, we, we could have an incel segment who a steven segment would be good like instead of cutting to an ad break we cut to a steven break and yeah. it's a monologue from him <laughs> we have him write like an snl monologue every single episode if we could pay him to do that he would like how much do you think we'd have to pay him every week to do that? Too much. You don't think he would do it for like 20 bucks? 20 bucks every week is a lot. That's a lot of money. And it's not a lot for him. But also, he probably wouldn't put that much effort into it. Well, no matter how much we pay him, he's not going to put a lot of effort into it. That's true. We could pay him $5 a week. We could pay him $500 a week. Either way, we're getting That's just a good garbage. One. What, if we, what if we order him a Transformer off of eBay every week? Okay? Price can be varying. Okay, but I feel like that's going to work out to even more. No, no, no. We'll buy the cheapest Transformer we can find. We just have to put it in the contract. We're going to get him a Transformer toy every week. I could get behind this depending on the average pricing of Transformers. Steven, if you are listening and you want to be, you want to take us up on this offer of producing a, let's say, three to five minute monologue every week for mm-hmm. Boy Oh Boy, we will pay you. Um, with one transformer every week when the transformer arrives we don't know we'll order you a transformer every week though and it'll arrive whenever it arrives you know Mm -hmm. so let us know let us know this is a solid offer this is binding okay so i'm i'm excited for steven monologues now he's gonna have such a big transformers collection he will like let's say he does it for a year no shot he does it for a year zero zero chance Mm -mm. But let's say he does it for a year. That's 50 Transformers. That's a lot. That's a lot. Two years, 100. Ooh. Three years, 150. Oh, no. 
They just keep adding up is the thing. It's true. Oh, man. It's almost like there's 52 weeks in a year or something. Ah, that's crazy. That's kind of wild. But no, I think it's a worthwhile investment for this show. It could be. It could be what takes us to that next level. Truly. I also wonder if Steven even knows what a monologue is. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> He'll be like, okay, so when are we doing the monologue? <laughs> exactly. He would. That's not even a joke. Oh, my God. <sighs> so, Grayson. How are we going to get you out into the dating pool, uh, know, aside JC. from the dating apps? I don't know, JC. I don't go anywhere, and I don't do anything. But now you have a car. I do have a car. This helps. Because I imagine when you would tell the girls, if you were offering up the information, that you don't have a way of getting around, that you're very limited with where you can go, this did not help your chances, right? Well, mostly I just never brought it up. That's fair. But I feel like at the point where you have to decide like where you're going— and you're shooting down every idea that's not within a mile radius of you, it probably comes up in conversation. Well, normally I would just offer like one or two, lo- two to three locations. Yeah. In my proximity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally yeah. one of them would work. That's true. I also too, at least when I was on on those apps and stuff like that, I feel like one of the first questions that would come up is like, oh, like what do you do? Like, are you a student? Like, where do you work? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I imagine this does come up for you. And I imagine when you like tell them that you you graduated last December, mm-hmm. and then there's like not much follow up to that, it, it, it's it just kind of I feel like I if I am a woman, Believe I'm or put not, off by it. It hasn't come up. It really hasn't. Nope. Oh my gosh, I can't tell if this is facetious or not. It's not. I just not. Just don't talk about it. I get. I feel like again, this is like one of the first questions that would always come up is like, what do you do? You know. And then I would have to like try to explain what the therapy job was, you know. And I guess maybe not. that's just a you thing. They I look guess. at you and, and wonder what he does this guy is, do. He looks like a man that could support me. That's what they see when they look really? at me, right? Of course. Uh huh. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But point is, I imagine once job and car are sorted, and car is now sorted, chances go up, or like you know, not chances, but success rate increases, right? I mean, maybe. I would think so. I have to imagine. Because we're at an age where 22 is a little bit acceptable to not have those things. But if we got to, like, 24 and there was still, like, nothing on the job front or car front. Listen, JC, if I get to 24 and I don't have a job, kill me. Kill you. You want me to kill you? Shoot me in the head. You don't want to do, like... You can play this audio recording in court. Uh Uh-huh. I give you full permission. If I reach the age of 24 (laughs) and don't have a job... Shoot me in the head. Shoot, but I would have to get End a gun. End my misery. I would have to get a gun at that point. Poison me if you have to. That feels a End little more reasonable. Life. You know? I couldn't... But I would have to do it surreptitiously. I couldn't tell you, like, Grayson, this is a vial of poison. Please drink. Correct. You have to do it without me expecting. Okay. And it has to be, like, a quick death. A quick I don't, death? I don't want to suffer. Mm. Can I just hire your brother to do it? No. No? No. Damn. Really I feel like sad. you could take the guilt. I don't think he could take the guilt. You think I could take the guilt of murder? Better than him. Better than him. How How so? I don't get that impression at all. Nah, just trust me on that one. Yeah, has he murdered previously? Yeah, and he just hasn't gotten over it. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. I feel like that almost makes him more equipped to handle just one more murder. You would think, but yeah. it really doesn't. Oh, no. Oh, no. So... Um, no, I, I feel like getting to that age, like we're, we're on the brink of where it's like kind of still acceptable, you know, kind of, and job prospects are looking better than they were a week ago. 
Which is but good. But worse than they were the week before that. Really? Well, I don't know how long ago the build a sign thing was. It was a while. It was like three weeks ago or something. Okay, so week before the week before. Yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. That. But job prospects looking good. Had an interview with Charles Schwab. Yeah. And it went well. Yeah, he said he really liked me. Let's go. Yeah, he was a really big fan. That's good. And is he the one who will be making a final decision? No. <laughs> who is he? He was just basically a hiring guy for like overall national Charles Schwab, you know? Uh-huh. So he worked in like an office in Georgia. That's helpful. Okay. But yeah. But he now really you'll like have him. an in-person interview, correct? No. It was going to be in person. You see, I was on the phone with him. I got super excited. I was like, yeah, I can definitely make an in-person interview next Tuesday for sure. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm going to be in South Carolina, JC. Yeah. So that's not an option. No. Um, and so I sent him an email. And I was like, hey, great time interviewing with you. Big fan. Real, Really a pleasure. But I have bad news. I am Terrible a liar. Um, I'm a dirty liar. Uh-huh. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Is there any chance I can just reschedule it to the following week? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said yes. Um, but the only options were to do it later that week on Friday online or to do it the following week on Monday online. Why online? I don't know. I didn't ask. I was just excited that I could reschedule. That sucks. It. I think it does. Because I feel like if they're interviewing other people in person for the same position, I think they're just more likely to go with an in-person person. Absolutely. And I think I... I am better in person. I'm easier to get along with in person than I am over the phone. Yeah. It's a phone interview. It's not even Zoom. I think it. he didn't clarify. I'm going to get an email with all the actual information about it at some point. Uh-huh. But I I don't know if it's Zoom or if it's phone. But no matter uh-huh. what, it's not as good as in person. I'm not as excited. I mean, I think it'll still go well. It's just I was excited. I thought you had rescheduled an in-person interview. Have you done a single in-person interview yet over the entire past year? No. This is what you need. I I wish I wish someone would invite me in. They never you invite were me invited. In. I was. You but declined. I was, was going to be in the wrong state. You see. You... No, I accepted. <laughs> Don't you worry. I accepted. <laughs> you no, you're right. I just accepted when I shouldn't have. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Damn. Well, again, hopefully it goes well. I just like, if it were just online interviews they were doing, I'd be like, yeah, it's going to go well. But the fact that they're doing in-person and online and mm-hmm. you're stuck with online makes me worry. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about it. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. But I don't know. It should still go well. This is this coming Monday? No. The following this, Monday. This coming Monday, I fly to South Carolina. Yeah, but it's going to be online. So I figured like it could happen in South Carolina. I mean, it could. Yeah. But. Okay, okay. No. Nah. Monday after that. I 28th, understand. I think. I understand. Well, again, I did a podcast about Charles Schwab for school one time, so you'll probably get the job. I think think. so. Yeah. You should bring up how you love their podcast, Choiceology. Should I? Yes. It's all about human decision-making and how it affects finances. I feel like they'll very quickly sniff out that I didn't even know what it was. It's actually not that bad of a podcast. It's very well produced for what it is. If you remind me of it, I'll try and give it a listen so that okay. I can say that honestly. I feel like you don't – I mean, the stuff that you would learn, you probably already know, mm-hmm. right? But just how they teach it to you is like it's, it's, they do a good job through an audio medium, you know? Nice. It's well produced. This is what I can say about it. That's nice. Yeah. My professor – because my whole project in school was like analyzing it. Mm-hmm. And like how it's a podcast and 
how it accomplishes its goals. And my professor, Professor Takahashi, he was like, no one's ever done their project on this podcast before. I don't, I had never even heard of it, but it's very good. I was like, I'm so excited to hear that, Mr. Takahashi. That does sound pretty exciting. Yeah. I would really like to get this job. Yeah. It'd be very good. Simply get it. Simply manifest it. I wish the guy who was interviewing me for the first section was interviewing me for the rest of it. Yeah. We really hit it off. He's such a great guy. His name's Rashid. Lives in Georgia. He served in the military for 16 years. Yep. After he got out of the military, he went on a road trip for a year. Not road trip continuous for a year, but road trip around the country for a year. Yeah. Visited a bunch of states. Had a good time. Big fan of this guy. Really cool. And that was a phone interview. That was a phone interview. It went well. Very well. So there you go. Other Charles Schwab interview will also go well. I would hope. I would hope so too, Grayson. I just got to hope that I hit it off like I did with the wonderful man that is Rashid. Oh, you will. You. It's just so far away, you know? Like What's the, so far away? The interview. It is. It's like so far away, but it is what it is. Do you feel qualified for the position? Yes. Okay. I've never heard you say that before about a job you've applied for. So this is good news. Well, listen, this is the job, like, basically what this job is, is the thing that I went to school to get into. Yes. The first, like, six months of it are basically, like, call center work. Uh-huh. Like, just the most basic boring work. Yes. But during that time, I do a bunch of training to get, like, actually licensed, which is what I would have been doing if I had, like, gotten a job right out of school. It's what I wanted to do. It's, like... I've applied for this job in the past. Yeah. Last time I didn't even get a first interview. Yeah. This time I got the first interview and now I'm getting a second interview. This is good news. Hopefully I get it. This is great news. It's so funny. And it's not funny, but like the whole like I've applied for this job in the past. Like I feel like I hear people say that, but it's like years later they're applying again. I applied you, for it like the same drought. No, right? two and a half years ago. Oh, okay. I applied for it back while I was still in school, okay. which is probably why they didn't invite me to interview because yeah. I was applying while I was still that in school. That makes sense. But. That makes a lot of sense. But this is exciting. Is that like a common thing in the job world of like you spend the first year working phones and then you do the real thing? In finance, yeah. Okay. Because what's it called? I have a friend who he he's not finance. He does some kind of me- mechanical or technical engineering mm. for General Motors. And first year, he just, like, answered phone calls and shit like that. But now they promoted him to, like, do what his actual degree was for. Mm. And he makes, like, already, like, over 100K a year. And That's he's, wild. like, just, like, a year older than us, you know? Good for him. Yeah, good for him. But I don't like, know about anything outside of finance as okay, far as, like, okay. doing call stuff. But in finance, is common. Because the thing with finance is you can't get a license to be a financial advisor unless you're sponsored by a company. So the company has to basically say, hey, we want to get this person examined to get their license. Yeah. If you don't have that, you can't get any of the examinations done and you can't get licensed. This makes sense. So they need to hire you, put you in something while they train you to do the licensing, mm-hmm. then get you licensed, and then you can actually do a real job. This all makes sense, Grayly Gray. Does it? It seems a very foolish system. No, no, no. This is how, how the real world works, you know? Mm. It's 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 true. This is what you've been training for your entire life. It's led to these moments in a couple Mondays. So be excited. Be prepared. Be ready. Okay? I'm going to be so ready. You ready? No. Oh, why not? It's a little ways off, you know? I mean, no, I guess so. I guess so. Grayson, I feel like I've described this to you before. Maybe even recently. But it's just become such a common theme in my life where I will think back on some interaction that I had with someone, right? Mm -hmm. Something that I said, something that I did. 
and this will be like within the week, right? I'm thinking back on an interaction I had recently and I'll think to myself, oh no, I think the thing that I said or did there, I said or did with that same person before. I think I repeated myself. Yeah. And like, it's this weird, like retroactive deja vu where it's not like in the moment I have deja vu, but it's like later. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have had deja vu in that moment because I think I did this before that moment. And it happens constantly. Almost every interaction I think back on, I'm like, wait, did I say that or do that before? Do they think I'm just a repetitive idiot? And the conclusion I come to is yes. Um, have you experienced this? No. Oh. That's weird, though, because you have the issues with time and everything. You don't know when things happen. Yeah, but I just get, like, deja vu as it's going on. I don't have, like... Fake deja vu. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, is that what it is? Am I just tricking myself? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of these things are... No. Sometimes when I'm at a place... Yeah? I will feel like I'm remembering it happening in a dream. And I don't know if I'm if I'm actually remembering a dream that happened and yeah. then it's, like, occurring. And I'm like, whoa, I'm psychic. Uh-huh. Or if I'm tricking myself. Obviously, I'm tricking myself, and it's just deja vu. Yeah, well, just you wait until we're on Arizona trip, and we find ourselves in the space station, and we're crashing our Prius, Grayson. Okay? But, like, when I was at the Renaissance Fair with Betty, I had, like, a very specific image of a spot in the Renaissance Fair that we hadn't gotten to yet, and then we walked to it. Oh, my God. It was very weird. Well, you had been to the Renaissance Fair before. This is a different Renaissance Fair. Really? Yeah, and I had oh a dream God. where I was there, and I remember the twins being there. And I remember the spot in the Renaissance Fair. And then we walked that spot. What did you do at the spot? It's the same thing as every other part of the Renaissance Fair. We just walk around. Was it life-changing? I mean, I was a little surprised when we got there. I was like, oh, it's the spot. And I just kept going. So your life did not change in any no. drastic way. Okay. No. That's a little unfortunate. <gasps> you know what I did the other day? What's that? Okay. So, so listen. Brandy and I discovered we both really like Auntie Anne's cinnamon sugar pretzels right oh okay and then i wanted to eat them and i was like tomorrow we're gonna go get them but the thing is tomorrow by the time she was able to hang out they they were closed auntie Anne's closes at like 7 p.m which is kind of stupid right and so it was a thing of like shit well what am i supposed to do what am i meant to do and i was considering getting them earlier in the day but then they would be cold and pretzels cold are not that good you know mm -hmm. and so i had the genius idea of going to H-E-B, they sell the frozen Auntie Anne's pretzels, right? Just mm. like regular pretzels. And then buying sugar and cinnamon mm. and butter <gasps> and then mixing it all together and making them with the frozen pretzels. And Gray the Gray, they tasted exactly like real Auntie Anne's like cinnamon sugar pretzels. That's so fantastic to hear. I know. I thought it was going to go so poorly. This story has reminded me of something that upset me. What is that? The fact that you prefer the artificial garbage hot chocolate over real hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. When Laws Quartz was here, you made hot chocolate from, like, scratch. And it was just, like, so dense. It was the correct way to make hot chocolate. It was really thick chocolate. It was chocolate. cocoa, milk, and sugar. It was a lot, little was, bit of vanilla. The chocolate was really, really thick. And I don't really like chocolate that much. I have to be honest. So, like, I guess regular hot chocolate, which is what I've had my whole life, like the packet hot chocolate mm -hmm. and Starbucks hot chocolate, 
it's like not as strong of a chocolatey flavor, which I like because I don't really like chocolate that much. It's so messed up. No, it's not. It's so messed up. No, it's not. It is. Mm-mm. It's so messed up that you prefer the awful approximation of the thing to the thing itself. It's messed up. But you like the strawberry incense that you're burning today when it smells nothing like the real strawberry. I never said I liked it. You don't like it? I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. But I also really like strawberries. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> this is shit. A, this is not the same thing. But the thing is, I didn't really dislike the chocolate milk. Not chocolate milk. I didn't <laughs> dislike the hot chocolate that you gave me. I just prefer the normal chocolate milk I drink. Yeah, I don't prefer the weird incense over an actual strawberry. I wouldn't eat that well, over a strawberry. Well, they're very different purposes, yeah. Yeah. But, but in my mind, eating that awful packet hot chocolate, that's the same thing as eating an incense stick. You think so? Might as well be. Well, I don't eat the packet. I'm not an animal, okay? I pour it into my almond milk and then have a field day, okay? The fact that you do it in almond milk as well. It's the only milk I have in my home. It's so messed up. Listen, you're messed up. And so I feel like it's the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> it feels like a really proper response. <laughs> but I, I, need to, I need to go to Starbucks more and get their peppermint hot chocolate. What I realized yesterday is that their peppermint mocha tastes exactly like their peppermint hot chocolate there's no difference you know it's just one I is coffee that. you know yeah that's what it is so you probably prefer the coffee one less chocolate to taste no it's the exact flavor oh the exact same flavor spot on mm-hmm. that like to kind of makes sense you don't taste coffee in the peppermint mocha at what a all. shame i mean i guess it still tastes good i, I like peppermint. coffee yeah, it's whatever. When we had the, the hot chocolate here, the hot chocolate that I made, you wanted it to be peppermint, so you put Altoids in it. And it kind of worked. Which is also kind of messed up. But, like, if you were going to put peppermint in it, I'm glad it was with Altoids. I wish what I would have done is crushed up the Altoids. That probably would have made better. Yeah. Made better. Made, well, I meant fool. to say made it better, yeah. but, you know, it it things happen. It's the job done, I guess. I've been disassociating, JC. I guess so. I guess so. Grayson, when we were compiling our boy oh boy list, we discussed um, that you had a, quote, magnificent time with Steven. Why? 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 How? How? Listen. So, you know, Steven and I, we like to play Overwatch. That's cool. Um, I exclusively play Overwatch with Steven. That is the only time I play it, the only time I touch it. I don't really care to play it otherwise. It's just a fun thing to do with my dear sweet friend, Steven. Yeah. Steven plays it constantly. Yeah. Steven probably plays it as much, if not more, than he plays Genshin, which is How saying does something. Steven have so much free time when I Steven's don't know. a full-time student and has his internship? I don't understand it. Yeah. I think part of it is that he is very specific in the things that he does. Uh-huh. Like, there's no time wasted because he's so honed in <laughs> on the things that he likes that it's just all of it is well-utilized time. I guess so. And also, he's always multitasking. This is also true. <laughs> He's plenty happy to play Genshin Impact at work. When was the, the last time, time Steven had a moment to himself to just sit there and like be present in the moment with himself and his thoughts? Well, probably the last time he was trying to take a nap instead of going to some prior <laughs> obligation. That's fair. That's very, very fair. I don't think in that moment he had a care in the world. Do we think Steven contemplates? Do we think Steven ever looks inward? <laughs> I do. <laughs> But I think Steven looks inward in the same way 
like like imagine you're hypnotized, mm-hmm. right? But you're still conscious conscious in your mind. But your body's just doing whatever. You're saying whatever. Yeah. Like someone else is taking control and you're just watching. Oh. I think that's what Stim- Steven's inner monologue is like. You just is described association, Grace. Is someone know, trapped you know. in his mind. Oh, no. That's so sad. Is he trying to get out or is he happy there? I think he's yelling at the Steven we know. Oh, I see. Like so, the like, Steven just looks come- inward, and there's someone in there yelling at Do him? Do you remember the episode of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide where there are a bunch of Ned's inside his head that are, like, operating a control room? And they're freaking the fuck out because Ned is having a social interaction, and it's going poorly. And they're, like, fucking up all the levers and stuff like that and screaming at each other inside Ned's head because, like, the body just isn't doing what they're telling it to do. I don't remember that, but I do remember the episode of Spongebob when we look inside of Spongebob's mind and then he's trying to remember something and they're going through and trying to find the file and they're burning all the filing cabinets. No. I think it's a very similar thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, just general panic with a bunch of little minis. Mini Stevens. Yeah. That's so sad. That's so sad. Yeah. But how, how do we help Steven become whole? That's my question. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> That's so sad. That's so devastating. He can't hear that. He would be so sad to hear I think, that. I think Stephen one day will find a girl who really likes him and who he really likes, and they'll live happily ever after, and then Stephen will be whole. But She'll we can't him help whole. him. Damn. I just had a thought the other day, and I haven't vocalized it or put that much thought into it really about Stephen. Oh, no. But it was about how he – remember when all the – I think it was Amaranth is her name, the Twitch streamer who, like, actually had a husband who was abusive. Is that, mm-hmm. Am I getting that right? Okay. Yeah. And Steven was, like, at the time, like, we were in a Discord call or a couple of Discord calls. And he would keep bringing it up and be, like, extending sympathy to the girl and saying, like, how messed up it is. And, like, can you believe this happened? And, like, you know, Steven, like, being, like, very affected by it. You know, as affected as Steven can be by something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I also thought back on every other conversation I've ever had with him about a female Twitch streamer. And how he's, like, so clearly bitter that <laughs> female Twitch streamers are successful, you know? incredibly so yeah and i'm like how how do these feelings coexist well he's steven you see yeah I, it's just too many stevens with very differing views inside of his head all the time okay no it makes sense i guess that kind of is how it works out it is but that was the magnificent time just playing overwatch there wasn't anything specific. no 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 there was something specific oh. so steven as i said he plays a lot without me okay right? I only play with Steven. Yeah. And there's kind of like two modes to the main game of Overwatch. You know, there's the, the, the quick play, which is just like really easy going type of like funsies mode. Mm-hmm. And then there's the competitive mode where you actually like do it for skill rating points and stuff Yo. like that. You're trying to get a rank. Uh-huh. And in order to get your rank, you have to go through a bunch of placements and everything like that. And you have to get placed and then you get your rank and everything. Steven just went and did that without me. He, he did, did rank without you? He did ranked without me. No. And I was so hurt because, you know, we had already talked about it and we were like, yeah, we'll do our rankings together. We'll do our, our placements together. It'll be great. We'll have a great old grand old time. He just went and did it without me. But he can still do it with you after he's done his, right? Kind of. Okay. Um, but uh, we go we go play some competitive Overwatch so that I can finally do my placements. And we win almost every game. Yo. So many games. We won like 17 games and lost only like one. Yeah. We had like a, a dozen games in a row that we just won. It was crazy. Yo. Just kept winning. Yeah. It was so good. That was what was magnificent. We just kept winning and I was oh. very happy about it. Okay. Yeah. And then you remember the fact that it's all 10-year-olds playing and these are who you're beating. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
there are some really good 10 year olds like i wouldn't be playing chess against 10 year old magnus carlson and then beat him and be upset i'd be pretty thrilled uh-huh because 10 year old magnus carlson is was still one of the greatest chess players in the world and you're saying you're playing with the greatest overwatch players in the world who also happen to be 10 okay yeah okay Fair enough. I guess that is a point of pride. You should probably put that in your Tinder and Hinge profiles. I probably should. That you beat really ten year olds that are really good at. F- it can't. At it definitely can't make my profiles worse. Yeah. What does your profile currently look like? I think my Hinge one still has the stuff about nine eleven that we did when Chargol made my Hinge. What? Don't you remember the nine eleven stuff? No. Bush did one half of nine eleven. That was like November lore. That was Chargol in Dallas lore. No, no, no. This was uh, when we were at her house. But, rem- but remember, it was when we were walking the streets of Dallas when we determined that Bim did one half of nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, true. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's on my profile. <laughs> the I other have... one was just a coincidence. Yeah, the other half was just an unfortunate accident. Yeah. Um, an unfortunate mishap, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> some might say. I think one of my other prompt answers uh, is like controversial opinion, and it's Jimmy Carter is the best president in modern American history. Uh huh. Which I don't think is relevant to anybody, but Jimmy Carter is generally regarded as one of the worst presidents in modern American history. Do we still He's my favorite. consider him modern America? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think pretty much most things post-Nixon, arguably, are modern America. At least post-Nixon. I just think modern as like my lifespan. The past 22 years. You know? It's all about me. So... Fair enough. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but that is one of my other responses. I might have something about Club Penguin Bean Counter on Hinge. I definitely do on Tinder. Yo. Do you, you should do, like, cool Photoshops and, like, edits for your profile pictures. Or not, yeah, for your profile pictures. Well, I just, I have no good photos of myself. None. Well, I'm very ugly, you see. So what about really all the hard. ones in New York? I don't really when like When you were sick the entire anyway. time. Yeah, I don't look very good. Oh. I look sick. What about... Um, when Lost Quartz was just here, you were Davy Crockett. You don't look bad in those photos. Uh, they're all taken from very weird angles. But I, like, you, why do you want to be serious? You're talking about 9-11 and Jimmy Carter. I mean, you raise a good point, but also no. But also no? There are some good photos. I thought about putting, there was one with me, Dylan, and Hans that I thought about putting on there because yeah. I really liked how I looked in that photo. You should do this. You but, you know, this. Dylan, he's just such a handsome guy. I was he literally about to them. say, you can't have attractive friends in your photos, you know? Because I wouldn't say Dylan's more attractive, but, like, I would still consider him an attractive person, and that's, like, territory you want to stray from. You're you know? so right. You want a photo of me and Steven. That's There's what you also want. a good one with Betty. I might do that one. That's so rude. Why would you say that about poor Laws Courts? Well, because I was going to do the one with uh, Dylan anyways. I guess so. You're the one so. being rude to Hans because I said I had a photo with Dylan and Hans. Listen, look here, listen. The photo that Brandy swiped on for me, I think I've already told you this, was the one of me outside the fish place with St- with Steven and Hans, okay? And in that moment, it's not like I'm more attracted than Steven and Hans, but in that photo, I definitely am. <laughs> the photo was not flattering for either of them. I think Steven has his mask on for one. But I, I would be willing to do a photo of the Davy Crockett one if it's me photoshopped next to Steven or Steven photoshopped next to me. Do a side-by-side. That could also work. Yeah. I think this would work. <laughs> Utilize Steven as like a ruler. Exactly. 
there's always I, two. I, I'll caption it. I'm six foot six, Stephen for reference. <laughs> there's always the photos. And <laughs> <laughs> Stephen for reference. <laughs> there's also always the image of us against your door, me, you, and Stephen. That was photoshopped for you to be twice your size <laughs> with no arms. <laughs> you know, this one could also. It's very fitting, yeah. This one could also work. Point is, I don't have very good uh, photos of myself. I Certainly you did a whole none of photo just shoot. Me. I thought you did a whole photo shoot. When I was a freshman in college. You don't want to use those anymore? No. We could do a photo shoot. I think shoot. I still have one. Great, the great. I have I, I get permission to take home all the really expensive cameras from my job. <laughs> we could do a photo shoot for you. Let's do it. The great, when do you want to do it? Shoot. I don't know. It's not like I have anything going on. I'm free on Sunday. I am also free Sunday. In two days. We could do it then. That Where do you like want your photo plan. shoot? We could drive to a location. I don't have to pick oh. you up. Do you know how exciting that is? <laughs> I imagine pretty exciting, given your reaction. What if we did it? Oh, is school in session right now? Not on a Sunday? Not on a Sunday. We could go to the Shark Boy and Lava Girl school, and that could be like, you put that in like the description, like, taken where they film Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That's a great idea. Is it? I think so. Do you want to? I'm up for that at least being one location. I don't know if we should do all of the photos outside of an elementary That's school. True. That's true. It's North Austin, so it's kind of pretty up there, especially if we stayed to, like, the West. So I'm down, Grayson. And I guess this really doesn't matter now that we can meet each other at a location because I will be driving past you anyways <laughs> to get to that fucking high school. <laughs> so, hmm. This sounds like a We plan. could just go meet in the middle, go somewhere near the river. This is true, too, but it'll probably be crowded on a Sunday. Very crowded. I feel like you probably have a better judgment on good locations. Yeah, like so the I'll river is so you. pretty, but I would want to go like 11 a.m. on a Wednesday, you know? I will be in South Carolina on Wednesday. I said a Wednesday, you know? Because like this is just like there, there are still a lot of we can people do like even at a time like shoots. that. You know, we can do the photo too. shoot on Sunday. We can do it the Sunday after that. We can do it on a random Wednesday. We can make it a weekly thing. Gray the gray photo shoots. This is so true. This is so true. I'll get so good at posing you. Oh my gosh. Truly. You know what's actually messed up? Not messed up, but like it's something I learned. Like just and it's tr- I don't I don't think this is gonna sound bad. It's just kind of like what it is. But like I I was very used to like photography, videography, all that kind of stuff from journalism school, right? Mm-hmm. But then I realized when I came to to work now where I am at the therapy practice I'm at. Um, and now I do a bunch of photography, videography stuff there. Like, it really is inapplicable because almost all the therapists at my job are black, right? And the way you shoot, like, for, like, darker complexions is completely different, you know? And, like, it's just so crazy. Like, you wouldn't think of it. But, like, so many, like, photo ops that would just, like, for you, like, you're a pale person, right? Mm-hmm. That would work just won't if someone, like, has a really dark complexion because, like, their whole entire face would just, like, be, like, shadowed out you know that and it's could like, be a really good look for a therapist though you think so it could be oh my gosh but like it, it's kind of like you have to be like a lot more thoughtful with like where you take photos and how you take photos and it's kind of crazy so i feel like by photographing you it'll be a return to like easy photography where it's like really anywhere will work you're pale enough for it to work this you know? is so exciting yeah like backlighting was an issue a bunch when I was in journalism school. Like we could do the photo shoot from a cemetery and then duo with the first episode of Ghost Show. Let's go. This is true. So many options. There are. If I break 
one of my work cameras at one of your photography shoots, I would kill myself. I'm not even joking. In the same way, I can I allow you to shoot me if I get to 24 without a proper job. Exactly. I get to shoot you if you break a camera. Yo, I thought I broke. My boss just bought a new video camera, like $600, $700, and I thought I broke it the first day. T- tripod tipped over. And I thought it smashed and broke and think, fuck, I fixed it like immediately and there wasn't an issue, but I thought there was, and there should have been by all intents and purposes. <sighs> and she was in session two at the moment. So I was about to go fess up and be like, I did this. I messed up. Thank God she was in session. Cause I was like, oh, I can't do it right now. And then that's the point where I fixed it. And I was like, thank fuck. I was about to rattle myself for no reason. So, all's well that ends well. Let no one say JC is not an honest man. <sighs> Listen, it worked out. It all worked out. So, Gray the Gray. JC the JC. We'll do our photo shoot. Mm-hmm. We'll get everything worked out. And we'll play it by ear, right? Will we have multiple outfits? Or just one outfit? I don't know. I don't know either. You're Are you going to bring props? Props? Props. Should I have props? Probably. Right? Just like look intelligent. Bring like a chessboard with you. Um, maybe your cat ears. I'll bring the picture of the Alamo and just hold it. We could try like making it seem like you're at the actual Alamo. We'll let's the angles a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think that's the way to go. Okay, Grayson. I think we've nailed it. I think we got the ideas done. We got it clear. And we got our plans for Sunday. But other than that, I think I'm free on Sunday, right? What is the Sunday? I don't think I'm recording the podcast with Steven, but after that, I'll be free. It's good news. Yes, it is. So should I expect you at 9 p.m. when Steven finally wakes oh up? Oh, my God. Listen, hopefully we'll record at 11 a.m. and I'll be free by like at least 4 or 5 p.m. You know, this is ideal. So, oh, but that'll be a nighttime photo shoot. That won't even work, will it? Hmm. Would it? Would you want photos at nighttime? I don't think that would work at all, would it? I'll take your word for it. Well, I don't know what to do then. Let me think. Maybe I can just get... Well, I don't know. I'll check with Steven. I'll, we'll figure it out, Gray the Gray. It could also always be when I get back from South Carolina. I guess. That's no fun. It's true. We'll forget about it by then as we well. We will. Like, we never did our Bob Dylan impressions, and now Law's Courts is gone. I kept thinking about that. If yeah. you want to do your Bob Dylan depression right now. Oh, well, it feels wrong without Law's Courts, right? If I can text her and ask her to send it and we can play it on the next podcast. Ooh, and then all three of us can go? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. Just to tie up all the loose ends because I know everyone's been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really looking forward to it. They have. Every and time we were in the car, I would play Bob Dylan songs for Betty so that she could get an idea. And I'd be like, listen to this one. Uh-huh. This is the one. Do you think she got it? No. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Well, again, we'll figure it out, Grayson. Look forward to that, guys. We know you already are looking forward to the Bob Dylan. We didn't forget. We'll have it next week. We swear. Okay? There's no way it doesn't happen on episode 261. So, we will see you then. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.